Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, I spoke with theater legend Alma Cuervo. In her nearly five-decade career, she has done 15 Broadway shows, six national tours, and dozens of regional and off-Broadway shows. Now, she is returning to the New York stage following the COVID-19 shutdown in an off-Broadway revival of Paul Osborne's Mornings at 7 as part of an absolutely star-studded cast, which, of course, we will get into the particulars of in the episode. Mornings at 7 begins performances on October 20th at the Theater at St. Clement's. We, of course, will have all of the production and ticket information in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. In our conversation, Alma tells me just how cathartic it has been to return to the stage in such a joyful production, what it has been like working with this incredibly talented cast of stage veterans, and what that dang apostrophe is doing in the show's title anyway. So, without further ado, here's my conversation with Alma Cuervo. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Uh, as we talked about before we started recording, uh, you have rehearsal not too far from now. Uh, I have to imagine that with a cast like this, this has to be an actor's dream to get into a room and play with all of these folks. That's my dog. Yes, it, it really is. From the moment they said, would you do it? I was like, oh, my God, this is like a gift from the heavens in every day is just, I mean, they're, everybody is wonderful and so well cast and doing such wonderful work and the play supports the play's a terrific play. And, um, and so funny and not like, not built on, you know, gags or anything. It's just that the people are intrinsically mm -hmm. funny yeah. <laughs> and, um, and the situations too. And um, yeah, we're having, we're having a ball. I, I think this is going to be just, a bomb for this time, uh, B-A-L-M. It's, I think it's going to be a, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clarifying. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I think, I think it's kind of just the <sighs> relief joy that people will need in, in this fall time when we come back to this, as we come back to the theater. Yeah. And, um, I just couldn't be happier. It's uh, every day I wake up just like, Please let me be able to memorize. And then other than that, <laughs> well, and this is a well, this is a show that, like, I, despite it being approaching a hundred years old and having been done multiple times uh, in New York with huge, big, award-winning uh, productions and casts, I don't think people really know they this don't. show in super fact, well. People keep asking me if it's a new play, and I go, no, no, no. It's I mean, I, I saw the production in the eighties with um, that Vivian Madelon directed, which was kind of unbelievably wonderful, mm -hmm. and I still remember so much of it very vividly. Um, but curiously, well, I should just say, I I mostly remember Teresa uh, Wright and and the and the men putting their heads up against a tree when they would have these spells, but. Um, I, it was just, it was glorious then. And it is again now, but no, people don't, don't know it. And then, then there's the big question, question about the, um, Oh, I was going to ask the, the apostrophe. I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I have it. It's because it comes from a Robert Browning poem. Oh, it's only like six lines. The, the poem is the years of, and you'll know the end of it. The years of the spring and days of the morn mornings at seven, the, 
hillsides dew pearled, the larks on the wing, the snails on the thorn, God's in its heaven, all's right in the all's right with the world. So mornings at seven is about morning is at seven. Everything is exactly where it's supposed to be, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that life is just perfect. And um and then we prove it's not. But um <laughs> but it's uh it's it's just a wonderful piece. And um and it, uh, I was talking, I think it was John Rubenstein that said, said that he just wanted to be part of whatever play he could be in that would let him be working at this time in the in the New York theater, that with the return of after the pandemic, that he wanted to be on stage now. And I think that's the that's part of what just impels all of us to just get back and um, and hope we all stay well as we, yeah. <laughs> we try to get there. But let's talk about the the cast that you mentioned. In addition to obviously mm. you and John Rubenstein, you have uh-huh. Lindsay Krauss, uh-huh. Judith Ivy, yeah. Dan Loria, <laughs> Patty McCormick, Tony Roberts, uh, Carrie Saffron, yeah. Jonathan Spivey. Like this is a, I mean, a come on, it, it's like you don't get better. It's just no. it's dream. I mean, and, and everybody is. Because there were a few parts we were wondering if we didn't know who was playing who. And then once we did the first read through, it was like, of course, that's the way it should be. And um, and it, and it's, uh, yeah, and everybody's very kind and just so gifted. And uh, and Dan Wackerman is directing this I because mean, it's a really, I mean, sometimes all of us are on stage at once. And so it's a lot of focusing of, you know, where the eye has to go in these moments. And he's really keeping us tight about that and yeah. and the neat thing too is because the only good thing about the pandemic is that they were able to build the entire set before oh, wow. our first rehearsal so we've been rehearsing on the actual set oh that's amazing and that it saves like you know all the time in tech of getting used to things and um so we're really making it our our homes there's two houses next to each other and the backyard and um and so it's 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 heaven i mean we've i don't really other without well, except for like doing a revival i've never experienced that before so it's um that's a bonus and um and the theater is small so people will really feel a an intimacy with the with the company um and uh yeah it's yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's no, just terrific. Well, and you mentioned like these two houses in uh, the backyard, and, and the fact that the theater is small, like that kind of yeah. makes sense because this is a story yeah. about a family, um, mm-hmm. and and how literally they all live close together and in a very intimate yeah. way. For folks who maybe thought this was a new show and didn't realize that it's almost a hundred years old, can you give <laughs> the basic thumbnail sketch as to what the story of Mornings at Seven is about? Well, okay, I'm a little chatty, so cut me That's off. Okay. It's no, no, no. Gone. It's there's there's um uh there are four sisters, three of whom live next door to each other in their families. And um the springboard event for the play is that one character who's about 40 years old named Homer, he brings home his longtime <laughs> fiance. I mean, they've been going together for like 12 years. Um, who's like 39 and he brings her home to meet the family. And we assume that he's going to finally set a date, you know, and um, that sort of is the springboard for a lot of things that happened. Uh, there's uh, his father is, prone to having these spells he goes back in time to uh, figure out 
there was a fork in the road and did he take the right fork? And there's another character, the one played by Tony Roberts, who is a professor and thinks he's a lot smarter than everybody else and like just <laughs> wants to stay apart from everybody. And at one point he's going to have his wife live on another floor of the house just so that he doesn't have to <laughs> interact with his, um, I guess, in-laws, uh, I mean, all the sisters. Um, and it, everybody has their own thing, their own insecurity, their defining stuff. There's one sister who, there are two sisters, one sister who lives with her sister and his and her husband. And she's in, in love with that husband as well. You know, uh -oh. It's not her, it's, it's the brother-in-law. Yeah. And, uh, and has been for like 15 years. So it's, it's really beautiful. Oh, the other thing I should talk about is tell you is that they've built, they're building costumes from scratch and they're gorgeous. Oh, wow. And, and I mean, they're really, this, they're, this is like a Broadway play off Broadway is what it feels like. They're going yeah. for broke on everything. The wigs, everything is, it's going to be gorgeous to look at. And, um, and it's, and they've made the clothes that are going to look like real clothes, not just costumes. They're going to, yeah. cause it's set sort of in the early twenties. Um, and, uh, in Midtown and well in like the Midwest, like something like Wisconsin. And, um, we it, it never really said exactly where it is, but that's sort of, what it feels like. Yeah. It just, it just sounds like this is such a, a perfect project to come back from the pandemic in. And you oh, talked about like John yeah. talking about, you know, wanting to be on stage and then you have this yeah. incredible cast and it sounds like the production is not only just going to be fantastic, you know, to look at and to watch, but like, it sounds like the production and, and the folks behind it are really taking care to do this. Oh, right. Yeah. For, yeah. for you to be a part of this as a, you're coming out of, you know, this past year and a half, how vital was it for you? Like you mentioned, oh, John, you know, to be on stage, what does that mean? Back. Well, I, I, I just did actually, yeah, um, in, in at St. the St. Louis Muni. Yeah, yeah. I was there doing a play like 11,000 people would come to see the play at night. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's a football stadium. Like, and, um, and, and, but we were very scared the whole time they were taking all these protocols and we were yeah. all inoculated and tested constantly. And, um, and sure enough, the, the play after us, you know, Chicago, yeah, they had a breakthrough uh, five cases. And so they had to close after three shows. So that's always in the back of our mind. And we're being, you know, super careful and, and they are too. They've got protocols in place and the person to watch us. And, and cause I mean, we're all old. If this, if it hits one, I don't know. Knock it would be wood. bad. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. Don't even, I don't even, yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, we're being very careful. So that was sort of my exposure. I kept thinking that we're going to cancel either St. Louis or Kansas city, that they're, they're not really going to go through with this. It's so dangerous. And, and do we really want it? And when I got there and saw those people, like, yes. People really need to get out of the house and see yeah. something like this. And so I think that for um, I, I am dying to see all the musicals that that I've missed in plays, too. But there's so many musicals that I particularly have missed uh, before they because they had just sort of opened before right. they got down. And so and we're going to have Tuesdays off. So we'll be able to see oh, see the other people. Yeah, we have a weird schedule that Tuesday is the day off. And um, that's good. So I, it, I like the off schedules because it gives people the chance yeah. to see things at a different time. That's perfect. Though. Yes, yes. And um, it's uh, it's it's just going to be a re I, I cannot wait. I'm every like I, I wake up every morning like a kid. It's like and and I'll talk about that. Also, to, ha to have a show where the whole cast, with the exception of the two young people who are not in their 20s, they were 
young, but they're not that young. Yeah. Um, it is, is so rare. I mean, usually if you're the old person in a play, you're the old person in the play. There's nobody else. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, and there's, and so this is, um, I mean, we have common memories. <laughs> it's kind of fun. In fact, the first pl- big part I ever played on Broadway was with Judy Ivy doing a uh, bedroom farce in the oh, wow. late seventies. So, um, it's, it's great to, to do this. And, um, and I just love these people. I think we're going to have a really good time. We already have are. And, um, so hope people come see it. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you mentioned the fact that there were all these, you know, 11,000 people at the Muni and and people needed to get out and see something, but I imagine it's even more so for, you as an artist, I, I, I can't imagine oh. having that creative energy and that need yeah. to create something stifled for so long. It was uh, it was strange, but I, I kept thinking, I'm glad at least that I've, I, I'm older because I kept thinking of people that are like in their 20s and 30s and just starting and then you get this yeah. big old thing in the middle. But then I was talking to a friend and we were talking about how even in Shakespeare's time, they had the same damn thing. They had this plague oh. that hit right in the middle and closed all the theaters. I mean, it's not like, it does seem to happen like every hundred years or so that we get this huge international curse and that makes everybody have to just stop. I did on a certain level appreciate that aspect of it. The, the just having to stop and, yeah. you know, walk your dog and think and take in the day and not worry about the next job because there was nothing there to worry about and, um, and eat outside in freezing restaurants. I mean, that's, <laughs> sort of what the year was about and but it gave you time to to figure out what what mattered and who mattered to you and um but it's enough now and pretty <laughs> get your get your shots get out there and let's yeah. go back to life but um yeah no i i it, it's very exciting to get to do this again because you can't do it a, a lot we've tried doing all these zoom things and and god it saved us we did i did one play for clubbed thumb where we did there were people all over there were 10 women also of a certain age all over the country and we did a zoom play that they filmed that i mean they even sent us computers which they would run from a distance they sent us costumes we staged it in our own homes and made it look like one place it was very complicated and it was a new play that we were going to do and then it couldn't get done so we just they did this, but they, the production values were unbelievable. And the technical skill of the young people to do it. I mean, they ran 10 computers <laughs> and made it look yeah. like a film. Yeah. And, um, so it, it people, we, we, you know, we did what we could, but it's time now for the live thing. And yeah, it's, it's time. Yeah. Well, when looking back at, at your career, you have done so many different things on stage that, kind of run the gambit from like you said the the uh the the dressing room comedies to the uh to the musicals and and literally just about everything in between and it just seems like there is such a uh, a breadth to your work that when you are sitting at home for these 18 months was there <laughs> something that you're like this is what I want to do or was it just I want to do something but was there was there something that like you ached to do more than anything else I, I, my first love, frankly, is, is musicals, but we're actually get to sing, which I didn't get to do in the last thing I did. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and I'm, 
I've always dreamed of doing Sweeney and I'm getting just way, I've always been too old, but now I'm really <laughs> too old. But, but when this came, it was like, that's what I wanted. It was, it was like, I can't begin to tell you, it was like this gift of, I don't know. Uh, it was just joy. It was like, yes. And, yeah. and I can't, I still have to thank Pat McCorkle, who the casting person that I don't know what, what made her think of me, but I am so appreciative because I, it was, it was like perfect. It was like perfect. And um, there goes my dog again. Yeah, she's, that's okay. She spotted, oh, they're working on the street. Okay. <laughs> I, I, poor thing, she's here all day alone and I can't really <laughs> yell at her. She's, I, yeah. she's had a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so, um, so I, I've missed doing everything, but, but mostly, and I've missed seeing things because I do go see a lot and yeah. I, I've missed being in the audience. And, um, and I can't wait. I want to see six actually a lot, uh, and uh, yeah, and a lot of other things. But that one, I, I saw that opening number that they do about how they all died, and it just yeah. really it's kind it's, of looks it looks I, heavenly. I, I have to tell, you, I saw it before the shutdown, and mm-hmm. I went in with very low expectations. I, uh-huh. I mainly because I was like everyone's hyping this up. It can't be as good as yeah. everybody says it is. And then I left and I was like, Oh no, I get it. Yeah. I get it, it is, now. Yeah. yeah I, I, I totally yeah, understand. It's exciting. And it's just such a different take on those stories that I, I just, I'm, yeah, but anyway, there's so many things right now and there's uh, anyway, and there's things that I saw off Broadway, uh, uh, like the girl from the North country that I yeah. adore. I had actually done a workshop of it, but I love that piece and I'm anxious to see it. In it's uh, in its bigger space now um and and the new company and which is so many things it's so exciting and um <laughs> you better get your so tuesdays packed because my it's tuesdays our- <laughs> yeah i should start booking them i guess yeah it's uh it's great. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned your dog, and I have to, uh, since <laughs> since your dog's been making an appearance here or there, I, I would imagine that it it's hard. Is it a, who, what's your dog's name? Just so I get it. Well, her name's Gabby. She's Gabby. she's a little like terrier mix. And gotcha. she's, I call her the deal breaker because wherever I go, she goes, or I don't do it. And yeah. I, and that's been the case with, I've had this, she's my third dog as an adult, like 15 years of pop. And I, I, they're, you know, I just love them. And, and I want them with me when I have to go away for two years on the road. So yeah. I just deal with it. And it's gotten easier, although the pandemic was a little tricky, but it's gotten easier to travel with them. People now make accommodations. But when we first started the tours, it was really you were on your own oh. and um, and it costs so much. But now uh, people are letting you into hotels and things. But yeah. uh, and it's great to have that company to come back at the end of the day. And there's this. Oh, little, I'm sure. Bug. And you also, yeah. once we're open, you can really walk them and see the cities. And I love you can just stop at a street corner and stare at something and you've got the dog. So you don't look totally strange. There's <laughs> <laughs> always, um, always a distraction and a cover for whatever you need to do. Yeah, it's well, the dog. It's the- <laughs> how has she been dealing with you? being out at rehearsal yeah uh she's older now so she probably just sleeps all day i think she's fine (laughs) i mean if there's an incredibly long day i have a walker come in in the middle but she doesn't even want to walk anymore she walks in the morning and then she's good to wait for me and she's you know paper trained so uh she's fine and um like i say they sleep as they get older so that's yeah. a okay. Well, the only bad her. thing is if there's a thunderstorm, then, yeah. then, oh, we're, oh, then no. we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that, you'll have some fun to come home to. But uh, yeah. uh, all right, well, I will wrap this up because I know you have to uh, get to rehearsal here shortly. But get there now. yeah, as as you get closer to less, I mean, I think it's just about three weeks until you yeah. start performances. 
Is there something in this experience that you are most looking forward to, whether it's that uh, first time stepping on stage in front of a, a New York audience since the pandemic, or is it is it a certain scene, or is it something about this that is the thing that you are most excited to do either for the first time or again for the first time in a year and a half? Ah, that's a good question. The only the, the big first thing that comes to my mind is something that Dan Lauria said a few days ago that that he likes doesn't like rehearsal. He likes performances. And I'm the same way. A lot of actors say they love the exploration of the, but I can't wait to just be able to be free and fly with it. And um, I, I'm just, I'm just looking forward to doing it with these people and just sharing this thing, which is so it's, it's just makes you feel so good. And I think that people will just, have a warm feeling in their stomachs when they see this thing. It's um, I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to sharing it with this cast yeah. and, and the people that will come. And I hope they do come. Cause I think they'll, I think they'll have a really good time. And I think it, I, it's heartening in the, I haven't had to listen to too many politics the last couple of weeks. And oh. that's been good too, because I'm like a, a bit of a junkie that way. So just to be able to let, let them take care of it and, and um, and come to this world where just it's just so full of hope and and people that care about each other. And um, I, so I'm just looking forward to sharing it with us all. I think yeah. it'll be a joy. Well, it sounds like this is the absolute perfect thing for somebody to get back into the theater, uh, oh, yeah. especially in New York City uh, with a cast like this. It just sounds like an absolute joy and and, yeah. a, and a gift to be able to uh, to witness this. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, congratulations uh, on the thank show you. and have a wonderful rest of your rehearsal period so you can oh, get through with that and get on stage and do the fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. People... Please come. It's going to be it's going to be good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWMatt. And you can reach out to Broadway Radio on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Broadway Radio. We will have a link to where you can purchase tickets to see Alma and the rest of this phenomenal cast in Mornings at 7 in the show notes and on BroadwayRadio.com. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to Alma Cuervo, Brett Oberman, and the man without whom none of Broadway radio was possible, James Marino. Thanks again for listening, and remember, I love you not only for what you are, but for what I am when I am with you. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs>